at this point, we really don't know what episode we're on. I, I have not looked. I know you haven't looked. No for fifty-nine. Lucky fifty-nine. <laughs> I mean, at some point, we are going to get some consistency. But you have your host, Hill LeBron Palmer, and JJ Wood, and we've got a special guest. Please introduce yourself, sir. Hi, my name is Luke Trice. Okay, uh, so we've got Luke with us today. Now, Luke, just just give a little introduction to the people for yourself, and then why you're working with JJ out of all people. I mean, what's what's going on there? because so, um, of my looks yeah i thought he was really good looking i was looking uh, for a coach online actually uh, i i played competitive golf and um i've had good years and bad years good rounds uh bad rounds seasons where i'm playing well and seasons where i'm not um but it seems like the past uh, year and a half or so it hadn't been too good although when i go uh hit balls or go play you know for for fun or whatever, I play well. And so I started looking for a new coach and um, I was looking for coaches in Houston and I came across JJ and saw that he had PJ tour experience and that he's made it to that level. And so he obviously knows something about playing golf. And so I didn't want to just have a, a swing coach. I wanted to work with someone who knew about playing the game. And nice. so nice. Now, now you, let's be honest. You could, you could like beat them all around the course right now. Let's just, Let's put it out there for everyone who's going to listen to this. We'll have you to do max. We'll we'll throw you in there and give you two shots of hole. Uh, uh, put me in there, and I, I I want to be a part of that. <laughs> Please do that. Might be on virtual golf, but <laughs> not outside still. <clears throat> but but we've missed a ton. Um, you know, the last we did a podcast, Live Golf hadn't even had an event. The last we did a podcast, um, I know we didn't even know at the time. I think the biggest name. Was Phil still, or did Dustin Johnson get announced by the time we had a podcast? Uh, I think it was. Uh, well, Phil was a, the ringleader. I feel like, yeah. and Dustin was after that. And then, yeah, I'm not sure about where we had the podcast and all that, but but it those was were around then, though. But Phil it was, was a big then. one, yeah. And then, yeah, I still and don't then, understand. The, do you understand how the teams work yet? I mean, I yes, it's like F1. I do understand it. I so do understand. We're on different teams weekly, right? The no. players. Well, yes, you can rotate teams, but the actual team is what has the value. So they're trying to build like Formula One does. Formula One, yes, they have the same car manufacturer, but you could have different people race in the vehicles. Does that make sense? That's so, what they're trying to do with um, Live Golf. So if you're on the Aces this week and you're on Majestics next week. The Aces are who gets the points not you as the individual. So that's how the team ranks up. But I think there is like a, a captain of each team. One person's got to be static. Like one well, person has Duke, to be on Duke was a, the, the captain in the first one, but then he was on DJ's team this week. Oh, well, then I don't know anything that's going on then. I, I don't get it. <laughs> they're, trying to, they're making up the rules as they go, I think. Well, well they got to make up the rules because right now they're $200 million that they gave Phil Mickelson. He's 51 over in his three events. I don't know. What do you think is going on with him? Because, I mean, he had all that drama, you know, where he was the villain all of a sudden. He's used to being like the media darling. And he said he took all his time away to get, you know, his family time and all that. But do you think he just lost it mentally? Like, he's not as confident. He's not the media darling. People don't love him. You think that's kind of affecting it? I'm going to throw it back to you two. And, and Luke, I'm going to start with you as the most recent still playing some competitive golf. What happens when you have to take on a whole different persona on the course? 
Like if you have an enemy out there and you're like, I really want to beat this person. Does that change the way you play? I think that's what personally happened, but I want to get it from y'all. JJ, I'll go to you after. Um, for me, like when I get competitive and I want to beat a particular person, I start playing a lot better. When okay. I, start, when I start thinking about, uh, in results and, you know, uh, start thinking about the, the long-term or anything exterior of what's happening right there, I don't play good. So, um, as far as Phil goes, I, I don't really know. I mean, he's a good golfer. He'll, he's had times where he didn't play good. Yeah, and his his mindset, I don't think I mean, any of that. He's he's been around the block. He's a Masters champion, five times, six time yeah. major champion. He, yeah, I mean, like, but it's a first, It's kind of like Tiger, two thousand nine. He became human. I mean, not to that extent, but for Phil, he became human. He was exposed, and then they start talking about all his bad. What about the gambling stuff, though? Like, I think didn't the gambling stuff come out in like twenty fifteen? Yeah, but like, I feel like he lost all his money. I think that was 04 because that was when he switched at the Ryder Cup the equipment and Tiger and him were like button heads because Tiger would caught caught rolling his eyes. That was and he had switched to Callaway because of the gambling debt. They're gonna pay okay. off the gambling debt if he switched by the Ryder Cup. Uh but but it was never like a huge, huge story. Maybe it's because of the media now, the social media and all that. It wasn't that, you know, out in the public. Uh where now, I mean, and and you bring in the political stuff with yeah. like Saudi Arabia and him like and then all that like women's rights and like yeah. that's a tough thing to get pinned on you like you're the bad guy and it's bigger than golf you know but for 200 million I don't care what you pin on me like give me well, give me it, 200 million that's like like everything in our country in our world that we all do business with Saudi Arabia yes. like you know how are you pinning it on these golfers you know they fund so much so many people's livelihoods right. and People don't really understand golf. Yes, you look at those phenoms, DJ, Rory. Those guys aren't worried about losing their cards. But Taylor Gooch, yeah. those other guys, they're not guaranteed a card in three years. Like, you're stupid if you have an opportunity to set up your family for financial security forever. And you're going to say, no, like, what are these oil and gas guys doing? You got Saudi Aramco down here in Houston. Like, and you're telling me that these golfers are hypocrites? No, everybody you know, it sucks. I mean, it, but it is what it is. Like, so what changes does the yeah. what changes should the tour make then? So, I think the biggest thing is is so Tiger his comments at the British or the Open Championship was what incentive do you have to practice and get better when you have a guaranteed payout? And I want to rebut that and say, Tiger, you have been paid hundreds of millions of dollars in performance fees just showing up to places so, like, so yeah, it, yeah. Like every professional athlete for the most part has guaranteed money at that level of yes. any other sport what's their motivation they want to be the best of all time they want to be Correct. all stars. they want to be you, I, they're all competitors they're all athletes it don't matter it's giving them security and taking some stress off that they can go play i think you know i don't think I don't think the look at how DJ's playing. I mean, he almost won. You know, he got second. He's playing good. He's playing good. Yeah. And, and look at the field. I hate the guys are like, oh, oh. So you're telling me that Rock and Mortgage field was more exciting than this field they just had on the live? No, no, no. 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 They, no. They're gonna have. There's gonna be a lot of changes. I think, like, you know, they're gonna have to give them world ranking points. So, I mean, they're gonna have to start including them in the Ryder Cup, or they're gonna lose the prestige of the Ryder Cup. You know. You gotta have the best. <laughs> well, I mean, world ranking points is is interesting because 
and, and, and Luke or y'all chime in on this, both of you. Did y'all see them say they can go play the Asian tour to get points? Which to me is crazy because that tour isn't even, they're not even playing real golf courses right now. Like, I think, that's ridiculous. I think the... I didn't think that I think the PGA Tour didn't think you'd get to this point where Liv's actually happening, and so they're okay. playing hardball, but they can't compete with Liv on the financial no. spectrum. So, no. so now they're you know I don't know if it's they're buying the European Tour, but they're basically dictating what the European Tour is doing now, like banning yeah. them, you know, and because they're merging in whatever year. But like they're gonna if they want to go toe to toe with the Liv Tour, they're gonna lose. Like they should start embracing it and like figure out how you can work together to create, you know, everyone gets world golf ranking points. Everyone can play wherever. And I don't know. I mean, it's similar to like, I think Norman was the one in, who developed that uh, world golf championship series. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, similar yeah. Type of thing, but it's it different obviously, but, but then I, I don't know what happened, how he got moved out of that, but I don't know. Maybe they could. It could just be a series for the top players once a month or something like that. That I I think that would be a, a good route to go. The the problem they need to quit fighting each other and just try to figure it out. The, the problem but, I have like with live tour players also playing on the PGA tour is that these guys are getting a contract to like two hundred million dollar contract, so they don't need to go play the uh, PGA tour event and and get the prize money. Yeah. Whereas you got, uh, you know, a rookie who's trying to make it and he needs that money. Well, now he doesn't have a spot because Dustin Johnson wants to come play in an event. Uh, that's the only. Well, that's the thing. thing. That's the thing I heard lately was uh, like, you don't want to lose a spot on the live on your team. Right. So like there still is incentive. Like it's like college golf. Like you want to play in the top five, you know, like you're a competitor. These guys aren't just showing up and just hacking it around like they're still preparing like they do you know from i mean i don't know for a fact but so they're all, they're all athletes right. they think so, differently so here's my question then and i'm gonna pose it back to both of you all both of you probably had dreams of playing on the pga tour like yeah. i've either had nfl illusions all, all all of the like the sports that everyone wants to be at the pinnacle yeah what's your number now if someone said hey We've got a spot for you on the live, but you can never play majors. You can never be on the tour. Is there a number for both of you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Give me a million a year. I won't even take my last place paycheck on that tour. And I'll show up ready the best I can. I'm going to try to win. <laughs> Just give me a million a year and cover my travel expenses. <laughs> All right, Luke, what is it? What's the number? I might, I might would be less than a million. I still want, I still Give me a hundred grand a year. I still want that last place prize money though. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be smart. That'd get me over a million probably. Yeah, yeah. That that last place prize money like two weeks ago was like seven hundred fifty thousand. It was something insane. I was like, what, what is really? going okay, on? Okay, don't even give me a million dollar contract. Just I'll let show me play. Up. Yeah, just let me play in the events. <laughs> yeah. and pay my travel expenses. <laughs> And they're okay, paying so, their entourage of uh, travel fees. They're paying their caddy fees. They're, oh, they're paying everything. Yeah, everything. flying them private. They've got a plane for all of them. It's it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I don't. Now, I, thoughts on the shotgun start though. I, I want to ask again, high level golfers, what are your I, thoughts on the shotgun start? So, from a player's perspective, because someone typically gets a bad wave, someone gets yep. a good wave. It evens that that part of the playing field. Everyone's playing at the same time. Um, but 
it's kind of I mean, in college golf, we did it at the yeah. NCAA Division One level. That's what we did. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, I think it's good because it all ends right. You're not waiting. Like what's boring about PGA Tour golf is like I don't know. Like you have a guy sitting in the clubhouse. And you got a guy two hours back, maybe that's waiting, and he's not doing anything. You know, at least you see him battling. You yeah. know, at the same time. Yeah. yeah. What but, do you think, Luke? Um, I don't know. There's two sides. There's I have two thoughts about it. Uh, num- number one, I mean, everyone's playing the same number of holes in the same holes. However, I think some golf courses are designed for you to come in. A certain way and have certain holes, you know, play a certain way. Maybe Good ending, finishing holes. Yeah, and so that that kind of throws off the ending, the touch. However, uh, like he said, you, you're not having to wait around, uh, which is great because. And ever if it's windy, everyone's playing the same way. Exactly. If it's raining, it because I mean everybody that's played a lot of golf has been in those tournaments where you played in a downpour, forty miles. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The PGA Championship I played in Ryan Fox shoot sixty six, best sixty six I've ever seen. Howling downpour. Blow the horn and we finish 66. He's like leading. And yeah. then they they shut it down, come out, not a breath of wind, perfect conditions, like cleaned off the greens, and Hideki should 64. It's like that 64 was nowhere close to as good as that 66. No, 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 no. I agree. So so here talking about, you know, players and, and maybe moving away from live, um, there used to be a nickname for Tony Finau. Um, we've probably even said it on the podcast before because Tony Finau is one of my favorite players. Um, top 10 Tony was his name, especially in majors. He had a streak very similar to Will Zalatoris, where he was finishing top five or better in consecutive majors, never got over the hump. He still hasn't got over the hump in the majors, but he was also doing that in just regular tour events. Now he's won back to back. Does this open the seal for a guy like Tony Finau to win more, be more of a the, the top 10 player in the world that he is? Is this his opportunity to prove it now? Uh, you would think so, but it's golf, <laughs> you know, and he has to wait a while until the majors come around. And he does. Going hot streaks, cold streaks. He yep. needed to get hot about two months ago. Yep. And then he would have been yep. going to the U.S. Open, British Open like this. Then, but did he play pretty well? Did he play well at the British Open? He did. British Open, British Open, he played great. Matter of fact, I think um, they said a part of his current form, he shot like a final round 68. And yeah. then he took that right into – the next two tournaments that he had wins in. Yeah, he he's he's so good, T to Green. If he just makes some putts, which now he is, that, like that's the thing. He's in, that's why he's in contention every week is because he hits it so good and so yeah. far. Like yeah. his putter's gotten hot the last two weeks. And the, yeah, if his putter's on, that's where he's at now. Back in college, I used to have like one or two weeks a year that putter was hot, so he may be that guy. Yeah, and now he might be done for you. <laughs> so okay, then that leads me to another question then. We've seen a, a a ton of guys have these one year, 18 month, 24 month stretches. It started probably with Spieth when he won the Masters, he won the Open, like he he just went through this cycle where he was making every putt. Then we got uh Brooks was winning almost every major he entered, he was winning. Dustin Johnson started winning a little bit. What is it since Tiger has left that one guy can't keep extended dominance? I think like, why don't we have that one guy anymore? I think we're human, <laughs> and that's, uh, that proves how great Tiger was, but also the depth now. Like, okay. the depth is stupid. You know, like, you got those guys. 
MJ Dalphy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's teaching here like Luke. That's why I always say Luke. He was get, leading. MJ Dalphy was leading the U.S. Open. Yeah, there's <laughs> and there's um not a million, maybe tens of thousands of guys worldwide yeah. that could do that if they play well. Like it's just getting that opportunity and then capitalizing. Yeah, you know? but there's just it's so deep. Like I don't see another player being Tiger because Tiger was also a unique breed too. Yeah, up here he had something different. Like, and I don't really see much of that anymore. It might be kind of society too. We're all a little softer, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, iPads and MacBooks changed the way we um, have grown up for sure. That yes. <laughs> definitely made us softer. TikTok, so, <laughs> TikTok. Yes. Okay, so. But before, you know, we wanted to kind of jump back in and do a few things. So I I wanted to give people something maybe actionable that they could take since I've got a coach. Luke, are you coaching also? Uh, Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So here's the thing here. here, The first question would be. If the fall is right around the corner, we know it's gone like golf season is kind of winding down in Houston. It really doesn't. But for most places, you start to wind down. You can't play as much. Or you're in long pants, long sleeves. What are some things that y'all would recommend people do now to prepare for that? And then what time? I know, I know where JJ's gonna go. I already know you're gonna use indoor drills, mirrors, etc. Well, that's when cold weather comes. But okay, but what are we doing right between? now? I would say play a lot of golf and get more data you can analyze once the cold weather comes to see where you need to like test yourself in tournaments and play whatever your level's at, you know, money games. Yeah. But and if you're keeping stats, then get a lot of data while you can be playing so you can make a game plan once the season ends to get better for next year. Okay. Okay. Luke, what do you think? Um, I agree. I'm, I'm pretty ignorant to this. Uh, been coaching a month or two. So, so. I mean, that's what we're actually talking about today was like <laughs> practice. I'm, I'm the crazy person that shows up at the golf course when it's 34 degrees and misty and the wind's blowing 20 and I got four jackets on. I'm still playing. So I mean, now I've got a rule. I will not golf if it's under 50 degrees. And I won't golf if it's over a hundred. Contract to the live tour. I, like Luke. I, I need the live tour contract. Send me to Saudi right now. You can, I be, would be, you there. can be a personality. I can be a coach. I definitely good. Full-time coaches give them swing tips out there. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> me and Troy Mullins can be the uh, personality. Oh, yeah, I saw her doing that. Yeah. Yes. I love Troy Mullins. So we can be the You run the track at like Harvard. What was yeah, her? she um but she was a field athlete, though. She didn't do golf or anything until after. Yeah, and then she yeah. worked with Genkis. And that's, yeah. yeah. And it, it changed, yeah. It changed her swing time. like that. Yep, changed her swing like that. But any any closing thoughts, fellas? Anything that y'all want to talk about? Uh, we're going to try to do one of these in person this week also. So we'll get this out today or tomorrow, probably at the latest. But let's plan to do some in person, like a YouTube Live or something like that later yeah, this week. Yeah, we should do some like game improvement type videos. Yeah. Yeah, let's do something live this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything y'all want to close it out with? Uh, do you think – how long do you think it's going to take for the live contr- or live deal to get a contract with uh, Tele- national televised company? Well, I don't think it's going to be national. I think they're going to get a deal with, like, Amazon. Okay. Like, I think it's going to be – Like an ESPN app, Prime app. Apple TV, Amazon. I don't think any – so the, the cable networks are gonna um they're gonna try to lie about their um, yeah and, and how and how um you know 
the, okay, we might get a lot of haters on this, and I'm not a, claiming to be a smart person, but there's more stupid people in this world than there is smart people. So Without question, re-educate them on the Saudi Arabian deal. Yeah, you know, and not that I agree agree with their culture or anything, but why our country? I mean, we. Yeah, I mean, this is when, this has been oil. back for. Yeah, this is a why. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I mean, I would I would deep dive. Yeah, into I think it. there's 23 PJ Tour events that were getting sponsorship money from Saudi backed companies. Direct money too, not not round away money. Direct well, money. Let's get the PJ Tour commissioner on here and ask him <laughs> why he was taking that money. Well, see, a lot of that legacy came from Tim Fincham, though. Okay, you're so against it. it's blood money. These guys are the devil. Like, yeah. why Why are you letting them – why Why are you taking it? No, you're right. I mean, look, I think – I think I have a totally different view of the PJ Tour now. I think they're a bunch of hypocrites. Well, I think they I think they hate Greg Norman. I, I think Greg Norman is like a villain. Phil has now become a villain. Which and is then, And then every guy who joins, they all think that they're running from the grind of the PGA Tour instead of getting their actual value. Like, could you imagine LeBron um, being the best in his sport and not getting a guaranteed contract? It's still insane to me that at least the highest level of golfers cannot get like some guaranteed amount of money every year. That still has never made sense. Endorsements, but that doesn't guarantee. That doesn't guarantee you though. Like you know, like they're not guaranteed if they get their yeah. Yeah, that's always been weird to me as I looked at like NFL has just started giving people more guaranteed money. You know, I, I know a ton That's of agents. The NFL is the one that deserves it because those guys are getting their their brains are mush. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, let's let's Who's be honest. Baseball, does basketball get guaranteed money? Basketball is all guaranteed. And baseball, baseball, baseball is the best. Yeah. Golf is like, I feel like a little bit more complex and harder. Like, like Ricky Fowler is a good example. I mean, yep. he he's kind of fallen off. Like, he, you're not guaranteed you're going to play good. You know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, look at you've seen. David Duvall's Ricky Fowler's a smaller version of him, but number yeah. one player in the world that three years later, they can't keep a card. Nope. And Jason Day. We're smiling. Yeah. Smiley well, Kaufman. Got, that's what we need to happen is just get hot for those few weeks the right time of the year. Smiley Kaufman is a perfect a example. regular on the LSU team. <laughs> like, yeah. he goes in there and get a card, and then he's done. But, look, we, we will definitely um, do this again. Um, let's plan to do some stuff in person. Um, I'll bring the cameras up to um, Northgate. But let's do a live. Matter of fact, I'll bring my device where we can do a live. Let's plan to do a show live on YouTube and maybe some swings, some stuff like that, too. Let's play it on Friday. Right. Sounds yeah. good. And then uh, we're going to play against you at some point. You're getting oh, and I'm going to smack you all around. Now, see, JJ hadn't seen me. Yeah, he, he yeah, has not I seen you. Me. I have your video. But you haven't seen me in like two months now. I'm down like last 20 time pounds. I was under pressure on the number one tee at Northgate. He that is not true. That was two years ago. Okay. That was two years ago. The last time we played at Northgate. This guy plays Division One football. The last time we played at – do not listen to him. The last time we played at Northgate, he was um, – I was like 10 yards behind him on drives and stuff. So don't let him say that. Do not let him do that. Well, he swings at one – well, before your knee surgery, he was swinging at 130. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
If I was 280, now he's be, like 113. If I was scary. 280, I'd be 30 yards past them easy. <laughs> well, y- y'all are golfers, though. I'm not a golfer, so that's what I'm, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm a bit small business owner. Come on. Bye. This has been episode whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we will we will talk soon. This will be out in your feeds tomorrow if you like it. Please go follow us. We still get followers every day. Golf underscore pod. Um, JJ is what? What are your handles again, sir? At JJ Wood Golf and at Golf Performance Group. Luke, your Instagram, sir. I am not on social media. Oh my gosh, we have a unicorn. Not this is the biggest media. mystery when it makes it out there on the lives. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't have any social media at all. And at LeBronald Palmer, y'all know where to find us. This has been a um, fun episode.